0: I don't need to tell you guys that moms have a lot to do, right? We have a lot of different aspects of life that we manage and add in that additional layer of homeschooling and it's just like there's a lot of things to keep up with. And sometimes it gets overwhelming, right? Sometimes we feel like we just can't hold up all the pieces, that things are falling through the cracks, we're not spending enough time doing certain things that we wish we would be able to do, that we wish that we had time for. Things are just not feeling the way that we want them to, the way that we believe God had intended for our homeschools to feel. And today... I want to talk about that. We're going to be talking about two mindset shifts and a bunch of time management techniques that will really help you to find the time to manage all of the things that the Lord is calling you to, right? To manage them all well, to steward them wisely and feel like you can finally keep up. So let's dig in. Hey mama, welcome to the Nourished Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to find balance between homeschooling, housework, and all the other things. God is calling your family to a life of peace and goodness. Even on those days when you're trying to remember why you chose to homeschool, you just want a minute to yourself and you're overwhelmed with a million things to do. If you're ready for simple routines, time management strategies, and biblical mindsets to transform your days from on balance to intentional, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some independent work, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 15 minutes while we dig into today's show. Welcome back to the show. I am so happy you are able to join me here today. If you're listening in real time, it is a beautiful fall afternoon over here in Massachusetts. The sun is shining through my window and today we are talking about managing all of the things. So who here has ever felt overwhelmed? I'm assuming that nobody has their hand down, right? Raise your hand because we have all Felt overwhelmed with all of the things, whether it's keeping up with the laundry, keeping everyone fed because, like, people need to eat. My kids were just telling me that you can go 21 days without food. I'm like, no, you can go 40. Jesus went 40, right? Not to say that we we can compare to Jesus. But um, my kids cannot go a couple hours, so... So uh, keeping food on the table is super important over here. And, you know, we need to have clean clothes on our bodies before we leave the house. And then add in, you know, teaching your kids, trying to teach them all the things that you feel they need to know before they're like out of your house, which is completely impossible, right? But let me just talk about this for a second. Our roles as parents and teachers are going to be, it's going to be a lifelong role, right? We are here for the long haul and there will be things that we are teaching our kids until the day that we die. I know it. But anyway, a lot of things we have to do, right? There's a lot of things that we have to manage. And I remember learning about Maslow's hierarchy of needs back in, I don't know, high school or college. And if you've learned about it, so it's like this it's like a chart, maybe like a triangle of like this hierarchy of needs. And the idea is that you have these basic essential needs, like you need to have food, you need to have water, you need to have shelter. And when those needs are met, then you move to the next level. Like maybe in our homeschool mom life, it's keeping the house a little bit tidy. And um I don't know, maybe making some food that we actually like to eat instead of just eating whatever we can find or I don't know. But then the next level would be like maybe your relationships and um, the things that you dream of doing, like the awesome Bible studies and experiments and hiking and and field trips. All the things that you dream of doing would be at the top level, the upper level, after you've met those basic essential needs. And I was thinking about this because – I was thinking about how God's hierarchy of needs is much different than the way that the world sees it, right? We have all these essential things at the bottom and then we have like the spiritual things at the top. But the Lord tells us that we should seek first his kingdom and then all those other things will be added onto you. But just the thing I was thinking about, but regardless of, you know, whatever hierarchy of needs chart we're looking at, the truth is there are a lot of needs that need to be met in our homes, in our lives, in our relationships. And even if you've gone through the nurse necessities, you know if you've been listening for a while, you know that I'm always talking about getting a vision with the Lord, learning what your nurse necessities are, those things that the Lord is calling you to in the season that you are in and kind of Getting away from those things, leaving those things aside that he is not calling you to, right? Because we can't do it all. We don't have time or the capacity to do everything all the time. But when we know what the Lord is calling us to and we focus on those things, it makes it easier to balance all the things, right? But sometimes even when we walk that out and we know what our nourished necessities are, we know what the Lord is calling us to, it's still hard to do all the things. like It still seems like there's just not enough time, not enough energy, not enough patience. But today we're talking about some mindset shifts and some time management techniques that will make it easier for you to actually manage the things in a way that you have that sense of balance, that you have that feeling that, that there's not things that are constantly falling through the cracks, that you know you've got this, like you can... The Lord is helping you do this. You've got it, mama. And just a side note, if you have not done the Nourish Necessities, there is a workbook that I will link in the show notes that will kind of, do, kind of walk you through figuring out what the Lord is calling you to. All right, so we need to manage all the things. We need to manage all the things that the Lord is calling you to, not all the things. I wanna make that specifically clear. And the first shift that's gonna help you to get your mind around this is to stop striving for perfection. And I know you've heard it before, but I want to dive into this real quick. So what this might look like in your life, maybe you can relate to this. I'm going to kind of paint a picture of how it looks in my life sometimes. So maybe it's morning time. I've got 20 minutes to clean the bathroom. You know, I'm going to clean the toilet. I'm going to clean the sink, get it done, and then be out. But what happens is I clean the toilet, I clean the sink, and then I realize there's like some like gunk on the floor. And I'm like, ooh, that's gross. So I'm just like getting that specific spot of gunk off. And then I'm looking around. I'm like, you know what? This whole floor is a wreck. So now I'm going to wash the floor. Just real quick, I'm going to wash the floor. But now I'm washing the floor and I'm like, actually, the walls are pretty nasty too. And that light switch with where everybody's grimy hands touch, mm, that is no bueno. So now I'm washing the walls and I'm washing the light switch. And now that I'm looking around, things are starting to look better, but it just makes it so much more obvious that the ceiling has like little mold spots on it. Oh my gosh, guys, I just looked up at my ceiling when I said that and there is like a worm on my ceiling. What is that? Should I pause the the podcast and go get it? I don't know. I'm gonna not strive for perfection and I think I'm gonna leave it there, which is so weird but we'll totally get it when I'm done with this. But anyway, so then now I'm washing the walls, washing the ceiling, dusting. I'm doing it all because I just can't walk away knowing that it's not perfectly clean. And now before I know it, It's, I've been cleaning the bathroom for an hour and a half. I haven't fed the kids breakfast. Everyone's cranky. They're fighting. Now we got to go through conflict resolution. And I never, now that time that I had set aside to go on a hike and do some cool nature exploration or to do that Bible lesson, now all that time is sucked up and it is just gone. So what went wrong aside from the worm on my ceiling? Was, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) What went wrong was that you're trying to get one piece of your life perfect, right? You're trying to get that bathroom perfect. You can't let it go. And you end up ignoring the other things. Now, this plays out all over the place, right? It plays out in our bathrooms. It plays out in our work. It plays out in our social media. We want to get the post or the comment just right. It's We see this everywhere. It's just spilling out into all the different aspects of our lives. So what is the solution? You need to learn to pursue progress instead of perfection and it's okay to leave things undone so that you can move to the next thing. And not only is it okay, but if you want to find that sense of balance, if you want to feel like, you know, you're, you're keeping up with all the things, you have to leave things undone so you can move to the next thing. And the trick is you have to know when to stop. You have to know when to stop cleaning the bathroom. So the time management strategy I want to talk about is time boxing. So kind of similar to time blocking, right? When we set aside blocks of time for specific tasks. But instead of just setting the the time aside, it takes it like a little bit of a step further. And time boxing designates a specific chunk of time and limits that chunk of time, knowing that our time is not unlimited, right? We live in a world where time is limited. Therefore, we have to limit the amount of time we spend on things, even good things like cleaning the bathroom. So for example, the day after Forrest's birthday, I didn't do many chores on the day of his birthday because we were out having fun. We went bowling, we went to the buffet, and we celebrated, we had a great day. But the next morning, my sink was full of dishes from that day before that I would have normally done at dinner time. And I literally could have spent at least 40 minutes doing the dishes. But had I done that, we would have eaten breakfast way later than what would be good for my kids. They would have been cranky. And then I would have sucked up all the time that I had set aside to do our Bible study and to get out to the bike path and like get some fresh air. So instead of doing all of the dishes, I stopped. I left it undone. I left it in an on-perfect perfect state. And I was okay with that because I knew that it's cool to do the dishes. It's important to do the dishes. But it's also important to feed my kids. And it's important for us to get outside and get some fresh air. Right? I didn't want to put the dishes as a top priority over all of the other things. And that is what we do when we try to seek perfection. When we try to really just like get the thing done and ignore all the other things. So two ways that you can make this kind of easy for yourself is using a timer. So that's one of my favorite techniques. So I set a timer and I say, I'm giving myself 15 minutes to do the dishes. And if they are not done, whatever, next time I do the dishes, I'll do them for 15 more minutes. And sooner or later, they're going to get done. You know, they always do. But I can stop. And in fact, I have to stop. The other technique is using anchors in my day. Like I really don't love being bound to the clock, but I also can't pretend that time is irrelevant, right? Like we live in a world where time is relevant and there are certain times of the day that my kids need to eat by, right? If I know that if I start my breakfast routine by eight, like my kids are happier and we have more time to do the other things that we want to do. So I put this anchor in my day. Eight o'clock is the anchor. And as long as I start breakfast by then, things are pretty cool. So when I'm doing my dishes before breakfast, I know I have until eight o'clock. Now I can always decide like, actually, I really wanna get the dishes done and it's gonna take priority today. But overall, knowing you know what takes priority and giving time for each thing and not trying to finish everything perfectly it's going to be able it's going to let you be able to to put time into each thing right Another um, tip that I use or time management technique that I use is called task partitioning. you probably heard of it before, when you break a larger task into smaller tasks. So when I'm thinking of dishes, in my mind, I break it up into emptying the dishwasher, loading the dishwasher, and washing the hand wash dishes. Now, when I have it broken up that way, it's easier for me to say like, okay, I'm not gonna get it all done. I wanted to give myself 15 minutes, how about I stop after just unloading? Because that was about 15 minutes. So having that like, task partitioned into different sections makes it easier in my mind to say it's okay to stop. Like, well, at least I got the dishes unloaded before you know, I move to the next thing. All right, now the second shift, I'm really gonna piggyback on the first shift the not striving for perfection. And so the second shift is that it's okay to take messy action. So maybe you can relate to this. You wanna start something, but you don't know where to start. Maybe you wanna start like a new, I don't know, experiments with your kids. You don't know where to start. And you don't have all the pieces put together. You can't really see the full vision or have, and you don't have a full plan so instead of starting, you just don't start. And really, what's keeping you from starting? So you, you're looking for that perfect plan. Maybe you're looking for that perfect curriculum. You're looking for all the steps to be lined out for you, right? You're striving for perfection. And it's keeping you from even moving forward at all. So for example, I had an Instant Pot in my closet for a long time, I must have owned it for months before I used it. And I know that I'm not the only mom who's done this because I've talked to my friends and so many of them had said like, yeah, my Instant Pot sat in my Closet for months, or maybe they still even haven't used it because they didn't know how to use it. They didn't have the plan, they didn't have the vision, they didn't know how, how it was gonna come together. So instead of taking messy action, they took no action at all. So now you're like, so yeah what? Maybe you use the instant pot and you fail the first time, so your chicken soup comes out like junk. But next time, You're going to know a little bit more and it's going to come out better. And that is the same for everything we're doing, whether it's the chicken soup in the Instant Pot, or it's the Bible study with your kids, or it's the going out and exploring nature and you really know nothing about nature, but like just take the first step. You know, God is not calling you to do anything perfectly. He's calling you to be obedient and take action. Now, another example I have of this is I've always I always wanted to do a timeline with my kids. Like, you know, we learn about the Titanic. We learn about um, Pearl Harbor. Like, where do these things fall in history on a timeline that we can visualize? I've always wanted to put it in this, like, visual representation. But I couldn't wrap my mind around how I would do it, how I would get a timeline. I don't know, how I would make it work. So I just didn't do it. And then one day I was like, what am I doing like I just need to take the messy action so I just took out a piece of paper I wrote down where the where the Titanic was we wrote down our notes about what we learned about it then the next thing that we learned was Pearl Harbor and we wrote that down we wrote where that was in the timeline and you know what we stapled some pieces of paper together and now we're just building a timeline it's not perfect but it's fun and it works and it's better than nothing So. You know, just the fact is, like I said, the Lord is not calling you to be perfect. God doesn't ask you to have a perfect plan before you start. And actually in most cases, it's the opposite, right? He asks you to step out in faith, not knowing what it would look like, not knowing what would happen. And my most favorite example of this is Abraham, right? God asked him to sacrifice his son. Like what? That sounds like a terrible plan. (laughs) But you know what? Abraham, he had no idea how it would play out, but he followed the Lord anyway. He didn't know if God would let Isaac die. He didn't know if God would raise Isaac from the dead. Like, could you even imagine that? Yet Abraham followed God in faith. He took those steps from his home to the mountain, from the bottom of the mountain to the top of the mountain to do what God was calling him to do. He didn't have a perfect plan of how it was going to work out. He had no idea how it was going to work out. But he knew that he was going to obey God. And the truth is, God is calling you to step out in faith. And all of these different aspects of your life, these visions that he's given you, that he's put on your heart, that he's calling you to do with your family... He's asking you to just step out in faith. It doesn't have to look perfect. Your house doesn't have to be perfectly clean even when you're done cleaning for the day. Your lessons don't have to be all planned out. You don't really have to know what exactly you're doing. You just have to be obedient. And when you follow his lead, when you do your best, it's all gonna work out. My favorite saying lately is do your best and let God do the rest. All right, so just to recap, Two things. You've got to let go of perfection. It's not going to work. It's not going to serve you. And instead, strive for progress, right? Get the bathroom cleaner than it was. And then realize that you can move on to the next thing. You can go cuddle on the couch with your kids and read a book. You can do the next thing because the next thing is important just as much, if not even more so, than cleaning the bathroom or whatever else you're getting stuck doing and then take messy action. It's okay. Just step out on faith and do it. Ladies, I hope I just I pray that the Lord just fills you with his peace that you're not striving for perfection, that you know that it is the Lord who will equip you to do the things, that He, whatever He is calling you to do, He will equip you to do. I pray that He just casts all the fear out of your mind of failing your kids or not being there, not doing it right, that all that fear is gone and that He replaces it with peace, that He replaces it with faith in Him, that if you follow where He is calling you, that He will be faithful to bless your family. I just pray that you are filled with that peace today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, ladies, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. I will be changing the podcast name soon to reflect more clearly what we talk about in the show. And I'm really excited to announce the name to you in a few weeks. But First, I want to make sure that you are all subscribed so that when I do change the name, you will not miss out on any of the goodness and you'll be able to keep up with the show. All right. God bless.